0: Alrighty, folks. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the train and remain seated at all times. <laughs> now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's a wildest ride in the wilderness.
1: Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we
0: dive into the magic of Disney destinations. Searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the
1: backside of water
0: hello everybody and welcome to episode 175 wow of a spoonful of podcast i'm your host evan dickens here with my co-host mr brian g alloway brian how's it going sir
1: hey evan how are you i'm doing great i'm doing great um at the at the time of this broadcast i actually will be somewhere in the town of orlando um so that's uh <laughs>
0: you will be touring the parks
1: yes yeah, so while i am while, yeah I'm, I'm i'm living vicariously people are living vicariously through me that this where i i usually live vicariously through them and their trips i will be there during that, this time so during this episode or maybe so.
0: you're eating a steak right now
1: i well it could be because i'm going to go to a it couple steak be. places so yes i will be tomahawk uh, very, okay um there you go okay there we go so let's uh what are we going to talk about today i forget what, what, what i don't even remember what we were going to talk about what are we going to talk about today? oh
0: well i guess we're just going to sit here and think about it no so this is an interesting episode just one that kind of just popped into my brain but there is a lot of stuff and you know, obviously this, you know, piggybacking off of a previous episode that we just did. And we mentioned the, uh, the, the figment popcorn buckets, right. And you know, when figment popcorn bucket, the first one came out, it was, you know, figment himself as a character. And there was lines that were three to four hours long plus all day to get this. And now there's another popcorn bucket of, of the imagination pavilion. Right. And so this one, is different and it looks better, and we, you know, we already talked about it so that we really like it. But this got me thinking about the different collectibles that you may partake in for the Disney parks. And there's a ton, Brian. Brian, I have so many on my list, it's ridiculous. When you start sitting down and thinking about what people collect from their vacations, there's some big ones, and we'll talk about those, but there's some more obscure or smaller ones that that people may not realize as well and stuff that's growing in popularity. So this is going to be all about Disney park collectibles.
1: No. And I think that's cool because, you know, um, part of one of the things that, that make things unique and, you know, as a human being and, and that people collect things like, you know, everybody has hobbies, everybody collects things, whether yep. it's, you know, music or I collect, you know, I, I have a, I have a very big baseball card collection. That's like one of my favorite things um but also when you talk to dis we talk about disney they they call it disney disneyana where there are so many different aspects of disney that people collect so you could actually go into antique stores and they have things they have it, it's amazing the vast array of things that people collect related to disney and there it's it's just amazing everybody has their own little u- unique niche, niche thing and there are a lot and you would not believe cuz sometimes people only think it's a couple things i mean there's hundreds of things that people collect so we're going to talk about that today and i'm really curious about this cuz i you know i have a bunch of things i collect so i'm i I'm, i can't wait to talk about them
0: yeah there's there's a ton and you know do you want to do you want to start with some of the bigger ones or or yeah
1: let's start let's start okay number one let, let's okay again the the elephant in the room is Pin trading. Pin trading yeah, is that's one of that's the probably largest. That, yeah. Yep. It's one of Go the ahead, largest start. things that people collect. Um. I'm. still No. Sorry. It's a no problem. Um. It's one of the largest things people collect. It is a crazy hobby. Um. It. It. It's. You know. Can be expensive sometimes, but like anything else, there are scammers, and so that's the one thing. So when you know when a when a hobby goes big and it creates value. Somebody's always trying to get, get over on people. So I, I have to say, one of the things about pin trading is Disney supports it. Disney puts up booths. Disney Disney has cast members that trade with you. One of the coolest things about trading is, let's say you go buy a bunch of pins and your kids buy pins and you buy pins as adults. I mean, adults and kids both, both trade. But there are places within the, the resorts and the parks that you can go and trade pins that you have with other pins. And what, who does that? Like, wh- What other collectible allows you to do something like that? It's very cool. You might have a couple pins that you don't want, and you want to trade it with something new. There's places all over the place. Also, cast members. Cast members walk around with lanyards, with pins. And what do they do? They're there to trade with you. So they want to trade with you. Um, it's a fun way. It's also a good way to talk to people, to meet people, to get out in the open. My kids have been doing it since they were little, and I'm, I, I, no joke, Evan, um, they, they they, probably combined over a thousand, which is, I, I'm shocked, but I, I was trying to look, you know, count this up the other day. They have like three gigantic books filled with pins um, and plus more, you know, and some of them are not expensive and some of them are, but if you add it all up, I mean, that's a lot of money that we spent on pins. So that's another whole crazy thing but it's over, a, you know, over a good 20 years. But um it's a, it's a crazy hobby. So they have festivals, they have um conventions. Disney pins are it, it's 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 own little world. I mean there's there's I know there's Facebook pages, but they have big conventions of just pin trading. It's crazy. A couple
0: comments on this one, uh, just so everyone knows, we're not talking about the ink variety. We're talking about the, uh, the poke you if you aren't careful variety pin. But you know, when I wanted to start pin trading and I, I, I'm really bad about this. I have pins that I want to trade, I have pins I want to keep. And I hardly ever remember to take my stinking pins to the park. So it's, it's a bad habit of mine to not do that. But when I first started into it, one of the things that people would tell you is, you can go to you know, maybe certain antique stores. If you have large ones around, you may have some Disney pins, but, you know, people will sell their collections. Sometimes they're small collections like on eBay. I mean, you can't, like you said, they're scammers as if you had to watch out. But if it's legitimate collections of pins and you can kind of tell based on how they look and stuff, that's a great place to start. You can get a value bag of like 25 pins online, uh, which is a great starting thing for the trade. And then once you start trading them, you'll start seeing collections in the collections that you want to keep or start trying to get, like it may be a, a Disney flag collection or a pendant collection, or maybe you're trying to collect star Wars characters or something like that. And, you know, you may want to start buying them. You'll start seeing pins yourself that you want to buy and and that you want to keep. And some people do that with their lanyards, you know, one side of their lanyard may be their keep pins. The other side may be their trade pins. And one other thing you said, Brian, that I don't know if you know this, but they just brought, this back and that is cast members trading on lanyards and um, the little pouches that they have so after covid because of the social distancing thing they didn't they didn't have that until it was i mean it's been less than a month they've had that back now cast members have been doing the the boards you know at all, at every yeah. resort And they have the the pin boards there, or maybe they have a a sign up that you can do. But the personal lanyards where they'll trade right off of their lanyards, they just brought that back. So now pin trading is back 100% full swing. Um, And it is a great hobby. And it's really not one that's that expensive. Like I said, you can start out fairly cheap. You can actually go and buy pin starter packs in most of the gift shops. And a pin trade at Disney Springs, you can start there. And it's just fun. And it's not very expensive until you start buying specialty ones that you like. But even then, it's not that bad of a hobby.
1: No, and they have special. If you go to certain, like DVC has special pins. If you're a member, um, annual pass holders have special pins. You have to ask, usually you have to ask the person at the resort, at the cash register, and they open up a drawer and they have them or they have them behind there somewhere. Um, yep. You know, feel free to do that. They will ask for your, you know, for proof that you are. Um, but we always try to get a couple. We and Evan, the funny thing was we've been trying you know, every year we get at least one. Um, we try We tried There's two things we've been trying to always get. We try to get the Halloween party one and we try to get the uh, one with a year on it. Right. A pin yeah, with a year yeah, yeah, on yeah. every that's, year. Right. That's and great. then during yeah. the pandemic, they didn't sell them with the year on it. So they did. It was mm. like they didn't make them. I don't even know what happened. It was like so weird. Um, so there's a gap. of There's a gap of like two years without without the years now. I have been able to acquire them from other parks, right? So I, I you know, online, you, you go online, you can get them. So you can get them from the other parks did sell them, but not Walt Disney World. And it was, it was very interesting how that they stopped doing that. Um again, it might've been just a supply chain thing, but, but, and, and again, but they do you know, they exist. The other parks had them, so they were, we were able to get them. Um, but that is, that's the one thing we were trying to do every year. We try to get at least a year and we tried to get the Halloween party one and when, We've been pretty successful with that. We, you know, if we don't, if we can't get them because we, we weren't there, we didn't have anybody visiting. A lot of times, if I know somebody's going to go and we're not there, I will get to have them get it for me. But with eBay and things like that, you can always get them nowadays.
0: Yeah. I mean, great points. Um, pin trading is huge. It's, it's one of the biggest, if not the biggest collectible of Disney. So I'm going to move on to another one that yeah. I think is, um, you know, this has always been sort of popular but it's about gotten ridiculous in the last um, few years. And that is ears. Ears are a huge <laughs> thing. Not, not human ears or animal no, ears. Not
1: human ears, not ears of corn either. No, really. No, not no, ears of corn.
0: Is, these are, know. these are Mickey ears, mini ears, whatever you want to call them. And you know, there's, this is much more expensive of a hobby than, than pin trading. If you're looking for a, a cheaper hobby, this, this is not one of them. You know, I think, Probably the cheapest pair of ears starts around thirty bucks these days. That's the cheapest, but uh, you know these are coming all different varieties. And and Disney's on board. You know, God, they're they're coming out with different ears for different festivals, different Halloween parties, Christmas parties, different events. They do certain character ones. They they now have like Dooney and Burke and and Veer Bradley ear. I mean, the brand name ears. Uh, we have some people that we know that have an unreasonable unlogical uh just unfathomable all the unwords amount of ears in their possession that it is ridiculous but it's something that some people like you know it's it's a cool fashionable thing um so emily she she can't wear them because it makes her head hurt almost all of them do for her but you know a ton of people wear them and and you know they're cute they're fine and all that stuff but it's a uh, it's a lot. And a lot of people go bounding with them, right? They, they color coordinate their outfits with the Disney ears and, you know, it's, it's cool and it's a good hobby, but I think it's really exploded over the last couple of years.
1: Well, yeah. And you know, what's funny is, um, and there's two, there's two things, two points to this, what I, I want to make is it is very cool. You know, it's cool. And I, I love that people do it. Um, it gets nuts, but if they're, if the people are doing this, it just shows, It shows their loyalty to the product. It shows, I I can't fault anybody for, I will never wear ears, but I I do, I I enjoy, and there are some people, and we have, we have friends, good friends that, you know, that we love who do an amazing job matching their, their, you know, and these are people that have been guests on our show, right? They do an amazing job matching up their ears. I love that. So it's not a bad thing, but what I have noticed is there's, there's two things to look at. There are people that actually make their own ears and, and, and again, they're very talented. Um, again, people that we know and love too, that, that actually have a great business. They do side businesses where they put together ears and sometimes their ears are better than the ones you go buy in the parks, which is, which is pretty funny because they look at the problems with the ones in the park you know, with the price and the, the fact that they kind of squeeze your head and vice versa. And they make them a little bit different. They make them a little bit bigger. They make them a little bit softer. Um, I am amazed if you go on Pinterest or or Etsy or you look, you will see so many people that make ears, and you can pretty much get an ear in any character you want and any style you want, and and it's amazing. It's blown way out of proportion. We talk about pins being crazy, ears are, are right there, but it. I I'm I'm pretty impressed. I'm impressed with some of the people how how cool they do. Um, I know I bought, you know, from a friend of ours, I bought um some some ears for my point one of my sisters and and uh it's better than anything you can get in the parks so that's the yeah, cool thing yeah. about it but i don't know if disney is always happy about that but i don't even know i don't know if they could keep up with the demand i really don't because i don't think they ever knew it was going to blow up like this
0: i totally agree i mean it it's all it all started with a mouse right it all started with simple just mickey ears uh just black ears right and it's just grown into this fad that it is today so that was one of mine. You want to go next?
1: Yeah, let's let's go next. Okay, so I'm going to I have an interesting one that um that we've been collecting and it it's a lot of people don't even know it exists, but it does. Um replicas of the Disney garbage cans. So, if you go you guys ever <laughs> go to different parks, right? If you go in, like let's say you go to Magic Kingdom, you go to Adventureland, you look at the garbage can, you'll go to Fantasyland. Look at the garbage can. They're very different, right? They're very different. They paint them a special way. They paint them to match the park. They, that part of the park. You go to Epcot. They're different. You go to Animal Kingdom. They're different. Well, Disney actually has created. They they made a set of salt and pepper shakers with all the garbage cans. And and they're hard. You, you can't always find them. You got to look. They're there. They they exist. You got to go look at different stores. And like I know in 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 Disneyland, I remember I found. Um, some really cool ones that I had never seen before. And you, you have to look. And, and so um, at the Food and Wine Festival, they always have them. If you go in Epcot, you'll see them. We've been getting them from there. They always have some really cool ones there. I'm curious to see if they're going to have one for the um, Festival of the Arts. But we have a whole bunch of them. And we have them, we have a window and we have them all lined up there. And they're really cool. Now, again, do I have the whole collection? No. So you have to look. Um, they were very prevalent at one time. And now you just got to go look. They, they, But they are there. Sometimes sometimes you get them in the uh, resort gift shops. You'll see them. Sometimes you'll see them at, uh, at Disney Springs. Sometimes you, but most of the time, you're going to find them in the parks. I would say Magic Kingdom, you'll find them. And you'll find them in Epcot. And you just, but again, you got to look. They're not front and center. And they're not something people really buy a lot of. But they still exist. Um, and I think they're cool as heck.
0: That is crazy. And I don't, I've maybe seen one or two of these, but I've not seen a lot of them. So that's a very obscure reference there, Brian. I think that's a cool one though. Um,
1: it is very cool. It's right. We love them. It's, a, it's a, like now it's, it's a quest for us to go find new ones all the time.
0: Uh, so you threw a, a different one out there. So I'm going to throw a different one too. And you, you don't really see this one as much as you used to, but it is the Disney transportation trading cards. Um, Brian, I think you may have some of these. I don't have any of them, but this is from, I have a
1: couple, I have a couple. You, have a couple yeah. Can,
0: yeah. You can get them from, uh, monorail drivers, which again, this is rare, uh, bus drivers, boat drivers, any Disney transportation driver, um, maybe the ferry boat, if they're out and about and they have them, or if you ask, they may have a special playing card and it doesn't cost any money. And it's just something that they'll give you. But it's like I said, it's it's more rare now than it used to be because they used to carry them and they used to let people. A lot of people in the monorail they don't really do that as much anymore. But the the uh, Disney transportation playing cards and it's it's like a little card and um, Ezra did get one from a bus driver recently enough, and it was more like of a sticker though instead of an actual you know oh, okay. playing card. But it's still cool though, and it's still eclectic and different. And a lot of people collect these things and you'll go on eBay and you'll see them for sale. Uh, People have gotten them over the years from, you know, certain key dates and different times and stuff like that. And it's been, it's been really cool. So that's kind of another obscure one, I think.
1: Well, yeah. And so I'm going to, I'm going to echo on this one, folks. Uh, If you go to Space 220, when you eat dinner, they give you a pack of cards. Give you a pack of Space 220 cards, and these are the other ones I've seen go on eBay for when they first when that first opened up. Um, I had a duplicate pack, and I sold it for like eighty bucks to somebody on on eBay. Wow! But um, we have uh we have a lot. So I've been there three times. This will be my fourth time going there, and so one time we were there with a whole bunch of people, and they all gave me their cards. So I have I have the whole pretty much the whole set. Um, they're very cool too. They're very unique space 220 cards and you only get them if you go there if you go there to eat um and but again you'll see them on eBay too there there there's a there's a cult of people trying yeah again it's an expensive dinner so you get there and you and you get these cards but they are they are very cool so if if you have a chance get those too that's a good one
0: <clears throat> yeah uh you know again it's rare but it's it's kind of cool so you're up next
1: okay so let's talk about another Another one that's got a little bit out of hand, um, it's Popcorn Buckets. And I think, yep. well, you know, we have we know people that have a million of these Popcorn Buckets. I, I mean, I think Disney does a great job with the design of their Popcorn Buckets. And over the years, I mean, they've been around. It, again, this is not something new. They've been around for a while. They've had, I mean, I've, I could tell you, I have one that's got to be at least 15, 16 years old. There are some, they, they've had these for a long time. It's just, there's now, the last couple of years, there's been a great surge to buy them, right? To get them and get them all and look at the new ones. And um, I think that it's great. I mean, I like the unique ones. You know, I have a Boba Fett one that we got in um Disneyland that is really cool. I, I also, one time I got a uh, Darth Vader ship popcorn bucket but then I had to figure out a way to get it home. It was so big, right. but luckily yeah. it came apart. Um, so there, it it's a crazy hobby. And we all know the whole thing. And we've talked about it before. When the figment one happened, there was lines, um, you know, 30, 40 minutes, if not more long, maybe hours, right? There was hours that one day. There was one day yep. that they were like, yep. people were waiting in line eight hours for a popcorn bucket, folks. Yeah, um, ridiculous. Now, Evan, on a previous episode, did tell us that there's a virtual queue now for a popcorn bucket. To me, that's, that's when it gets out of hand. That's when we have to go back and look at ourselves and say, why are we buying these popcorn buckets? What are we going to do with them? Where do we place them all? And do we ever use them to fill up, fill them up with popcorn? Because first of all, the popcorn they put in usually is like bad, colorful popcorn. It tastes, it's like stale. Um. It used to, in the old days, they used to actually fill it with hot popcorn, and then it would be all – then you'd have it, and it would be all, like, greasy, and then you had to, like, clean out the grease from your popcorn bucket. But now they have them in plastic. They, they try to do it because it's a, it's a collectible now. So I am I'm kind of trying to trend away from that. I might see – there might be a couple I still buy. But some people that we know just go nuts and they buy every single one, and you're talking thirty bucks a shot on some of these things. So yeah, that's, and- still, that's still amazing to me the amount that they 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 charge for for you know cheaply made plastic things. The design's nice, but there's no way that's worth thirty dollars.
0: No, it's it's a incredible markup, and I'm I'm not going to take this as my next one, but I'm going to throw this into the same thing. And it's the sippers. To me, that's yes. kind of the same category as the popcorn bucket because. They're the, these plastic. They, and, and if you want to, if you don't want to clean grease out of a popcorn bucket, you really don't want to clean old Coca-Cola slime out of a sipper in the creases and the crevices that liquid get that popcorn doesn't get, right? So I don't really get this either, the sipper thing. I mean, I'm kind of, again, kind of I'm piggybacking off of yours, just to steal that. But I would say sippers and popcorn buckets are very synonymous. You'll see them sold. At the same time, like I, I think now they have a Pumbaa popcorn bucket and a Timon sipper. And so, you know, that's cool. You can get them and they look cool. But, the, you know, the like you're saying, the markup's incredible. Uh, I don't see the big fat in it. There's only been one that I really wanted, and that was the Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket. And I never got it. They still have that one every now and then in Hollywood Studios. But uh, I may get that one one day. But again, it's so huge. Like, where do you put some of this stuff? Um, it's just got to sit on a shelf or, or sit in a closet or a corner, or like you said, you're a basement, an attic, something like that. And it's just out of the way and it's in the way sometimes too. So, you know, I think it's good in theory and if you collect it, that's fine. But if you choose something like that to collect, you need a lot more space to, co- to collect that than like pins or something. So um, yeah, that's what I think about popcorn buckets and the sippers.
1: No. Yeah. You know something I, in the old days, they used to have actual buckets, and the buckets would have like you know a design. Yeah, I have on some them. of those. So, so they still yeah, sell those. Yeah, so them I too. have a couple of those too. Yeah, I still have a couple of those. But I also, I mean, I have some crazy ones. I do have some crazy ones. I have a couple. I have a couple of my basement hanging from the ceiling because they they do look pretty cool. But again, I also have a couple in, in a box somewhere that I just I'll never I'll never take yeah. out. Yep. So that's the whole thing. Is it's it's really. I think that I look at it this way. If there are some unique ones, now again, the the new figment one, I, I might have to get it. I'm I, I'm gonna I'm yep. gonna see. I'm gonna see what it looks like. You know, I'm looking at the pictures, but I want to see it real to see if it is a really cheesy. Um, if it's not, I might end up getting it, Evan. I might. We'll see. We'll see. But here I am. Here I am making fun of the of the hobby, but um, but people go really nuts.
0: Cool. Yeah, it's
1: great, and uh, you know, and you know what? I they do do a good job. The designs are pretty cool. They yeah, sound abs- like they, the designs are always good. It's just the fact of what are you going to do with them?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that's right.
1: They don't work absolutely. as Tupperware. Like they would be really cool. If like let's here's a, Let's say if if they work like Tupperware. So let's say you're going into lunch. You want to bring your sandwich. You're throwing in a Millennium Falcon. You come. <laughs> over, you go to lunch. Right. That that would be cool. But you can't because they don't they they don't have a big compartment. No. Um, it, it, you throw some trail mix
0: in there or something. Yeah,
1: there you go. There you go. There you go.
0: Yeah. Or like the zipper was a thermos. You could put your lasagna or your spaghettios yes, in yes. it. That,
1: there you go. But there you go. Yeah.
0: No, it's, it's not going to happen like that. But yeah. Okay. So let me move on to another one that's, that's, I think, grown in popularity. I know you do this, Brian, or you have, and that's the, um the pressed copper penny machines, right? Yes. There is a ton those. of these all throughout the park. They're, they have a lot of different characters. They really big for the Disney 100 celebration, You can find them at all resorts, all parks, a ton of restaurants, a ton of shops, and exiting attractions. You'll find them uh, even in the the seas. They have a, a press penny machine by the exit. They have them everywhere. And there's so many to collect. I don't know how many press pennies there are out there, but I know people collect them. This is another good hobby because it's small, right? And it would be easy to store and collect. And it's not incredibly expensive. It may be one of the cheaper um overall like you know pens can be 10 20 30 bucks a piece ears are 30 plus dollars a piece and the, the pennies you can get like you know five for five dollars or five for six seven whatever so it's not that bad so the press pennies are really cool and i think there's a lot of cool characters but you can probably speak on that more
1: no they are cool they're very cool they're um uh, i it's a very interesting so what you know through the years you learn we got a lot of them um yes yeah yeah it, there's they're usually 51 cents where you have to pay two quarters you pay for it and you have a penny you have to use bring your penny and then they they so so what we learned over the years was evan this is this is which is interesting and this is a tip i got from somebody else it wasn't me you ever get you ever get mini m&ms and they come in that little tube yeah i you know, yeah. you know I'm, ta- I'm talking about yes so you get yeah. mini m&ms they come in little tubes. so you take a couple of those tubes and you fill them up with two quarters a penny, two quarters a penny, two quarters a penny, and you fill it up all the way. So then when you're going to the parks, you just reach in, you have it all taken care of, right? So you have it ready to go and you, so you don't have to go digging in your pockets because you don't always have change walking around right? Walt right. Disney World or Epcot or any of these. So somebody told me that one time. So we did that with the girls and we would, you know, when they wanted to do it, I had them all ready and they wanted to do it. But another thing that's important is you got to get shiny pennies because if you get dull, dirty pennies, when they do the pressing it doesn't look that good so what you want to do is you try to you want to try to get the shinier pennies and the quarters doesn't matter but just the shinier your pennies so that when you do the when you press the coins um, they come out nice they sell books Disney sells books that you could put them in um, to display them but what's interesting about this hobby Evan is that not only Disney has these you go to museums you go to aquariums, all throughout the United States, I know, you'll find them all over the place. So you could take this Disney hobby and expand it and get more. And that's one of the few hobbies that you can do that for. So it's pretty cool. Press pennies are all over the place, but you got to have to be prepared. It's just like anything else. I would say, you know, if you're as a parent, you want to have, give your kids something to do try a new hobby. See, you know, cause this is, this is, let's say, Hey, are my kids good at collecting things? That To me, that was my thing with my daughters is, Hey, let's give them a hobby. I want I want them to learn how to collect something. Right. And that we did yeah, pins and yeah. we did, we did. And we also did another, we'll talk about another thing, my next one that I'm going after, but the press pennies are really cool, but you got to prepare as a parent. You got to, you know, get ready. So I love those tips that somebody had told me a while ago. Um, and it worked very well so we would always you know whenever we go on our trips we would bring the little tube that tube is great because it has a snap tap top and it it fits enough for a whole day and you go through and every place you go you're like you don't have to worry about digging in your pockets as long as you actually plan it like the night before you're sitting in your hotel room you put two quarters a penny two quarters a penny and you stack them that way i'm telling you as a it's really cool they the, the kids see it hey hey dad i need i need you know i want to get a press penny okay here you go done yep and it worked really well every So that's that's a, it's a very cool hobby, like you said, very inexpensive. Now, they have expanded upon that. Every once in a while, you're gonna see pressed quarters, which I think is against the law. Um, I know you can. I know it's it. There's a law against damaging U.S. currency, but I think with pennies it doesn't matter. But when you when you go to quarters for some reason, I thought it did matter. But, but they have machines yeah, that do that. So that's interesting. They have, they have press quarter machines and you'll see those in the parks. Um, I, I'm i not sure that that's a, you know, I, I kind of stay away from that because then it gets a little expensive.
0: Well, and then, you know, outside of your stacking thing, they've also started rigging some of these machines with debit card readers.
1: Oh, and, geez, really?
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Go, go look when you're there next to look at them. Almost all of them now have a debit card option. And you just, oh. you just scan it, you scan your card and it just provides pennies for you. And it just drops them out. So not as fun though. Not as fun at all. No, but anyways, not,
1: no, no preparation there. No, great hobby though. Yeah. Great hobby. A yeah. lot of fun. Um, and it's really good to go back, you know, years later and look through all the ones you have. And you're like, oh, look at this. You know, Yeah, it, it is really cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. Very cool. All right. You're next.
1: So my next one is, and it's interesting. It's a hobby that was crazy for a while and then it's tapered off but i still see them and i still they're still available they're just not as they're not as prevalent but the vinylmations which were
0: oh yeah that's a good there one. was a
1: craze there was a craze of vinylmations for the longest time yep. and um what they are is they're they're depictions of mickey mouse with all different all different designs and and, you know, for a while they had artists doing different designs on the Mickeys and they expanded it and they, they branched it out and it, it became a nightmare. There used to be a whole Vinylmation store in Disney Springs, um, or actually when it was downtown Disney, I think at the time, or, um, there was an entire store of just Vinylmations. Uh, they were crazy. They had, you could trade them. They had them in most of the resorts. You could, you could trade them all the time. It was great. We have a bunch of them. We have a wall with, I made shelves for them. We have a whole bunch they are very unique and they're very cool. I like them a lot. Um, that is one of the, that was one of the hobbies that I thought, you know, we found some really cool ones. We we have, you know, we we didn't pick up, you know, there was a lot of random ones, but we found some pretty cool ones between my, my daughters and myself. So we have a bunch, you can still get them. They actually have them, um, they have them in, you know, pretty much every stores, they even have them in some of the, uh, you'll see them in retail stores sometimes. Uh, they exist but they're just not as there's not as many but I like that. And I think the cool thing about that Evan, is now they have exclusive ones. They have a couple yeah. every year. It, it was a cra- it was nuts for the longest time and that it went out, it got out of hand. It got out of control and I think that was something that Disney, you know, wanted they they put a kibosh to that. so now they they exist. They're there. The Disney stores when they were, you know, when more of the Disney stores were open than there are now, there's not that hardly any left, but they used to always have the, the newest ones too, or they would have, um, there's an outlet near me that has the outdated ones sometimes. And there you'll find some cool ones. So Vinylmations, very cool thing, especially like the artistic uh, you know, part of you, if you like that stuff. Um, it, it's just so cool. It's like, you know, when we talk about Mickey ears. Well, these are different depictions of Mickey and I just love them.
0: Yeah. Similar to Funko Pops. I mean, I know they're different, but the Funko Pop, craze is similar to that and disney sells some of those too so yeah that's a good mention the vinyl nations i it's been forever since i've really seen them or maybe you know there's these souvenirs that you just walk past all the time um there's a there's a oh yeah they have them
1: like you, you'll see them they have them when i was there last time they had them yeah, um, yeah. i bought a couple because yeah. i bought, or bought a couple home as gifts but um they're just not thousands like they used to be now there's right you right. know 50 60 at a time but i think that's a good way because they're 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 catering to a, to a a collectible. And now they're only re- re- releasing good ones. And I think that you know got, it got saturated like anything else. You know, when there's too much, it gets saturated. You know, if, right. I mean, you could talk about, and we, we can go into a lot of detail about this. I'm not going to do this now, but you know, everybody knows baseball cards, tops baseball cards. There was, you know, that was a big craze. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, there's like there's like 20 different card companies
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it got saturated. Now people didn't know how, what to buy. They didn't know what it was worth. And then the whole industry went, kibbutz for a couple of years it was a mess yeah, yeah. And now it's back why is it back because it's now down to just one or two companies and right. i think that's that's the way, what happened here is disney said like this is getting out of hand mm-hmm. let's let's refine it and do it the right way and then they're still doing it, and it's it's cool so very cool hobby guys if you ever want to do it um check it out um i was i'll see if i can post some pictures of some of the ones we have i think it would be cool
0: yeah definitely so i, I think that's a good one so uh my next one I want to bring up is interesting and probably one of my favorite things that I just started collecting. Now, I don't have a lot of this stuff yet, but it's old Disney park memorabilia. So this is, you know, and a lot of you may who have been Disney, even you, Brian, has been Disney fans and park goers for a long time, probably just by default have some of this stuff. You know, when you used to go to Disney resort rooms, you know, they would give you a ton of memorabilia. I mean, like folders and pamphlets and all kinds of stuff that they just don't do anymore. They may have one or two little small pieces, but a lot of the the times that stuff stays in the room, it doesn't even come out, but not just that, but like old tickets, old park maps. Like I have a park map from the eighties. I I have some really cool collectible stuff that you'll see at antique malls that you can get. Uh, I, I love old park memorabilia. And even I have like a. A piece of a scratch pad from a WDI, uh, like sketch pad, this blank, like you know, nice. it's like a blank canvas. So that's pretty cool. Uh, just some really cool stuff, like old memorabilia, like that. That I like collecting that stuff. Like you know, I, I purchased a old um, printout of a Disney business slideshow. It's like a forty page thing, and I, I I bought it in at a at an antique store because it was teaching like the Disney way and how to be a creative how to guess satisfaction how disney does it Um, just some really cool old disney um, nostalgia type stuff and i think a lot of people like this kind of stuff again you see it in in old tickets like ticket stubs or or different things like that and then like i said all the stuff you used to have in the hotel rooms or or guides or maps or that kind of stuff so that's a one that's not as big, it's probably one of my favorites. Like if I had to choose one thing to collect, that's mine uh, that I I want to keep on collecting. And of course, unfortunately, you can't really buy this stuff anymore. Now, they did recently have the vault right around the 50th yeah. anniversary where they would sell some, some of that stuff. But it's not really if they're selling new versions of old stuff, it's not really old stuff. It's just new replicas of it. So you kind of have to find that stuff um, on your own outside of the yeah parks, flea, flea, flea still... markets
1: and antiques flea markets yeah. and antique stores yeah. have them no if you you could get very lucky especially garage sales you could you could get very lucky and get stuff i've gotten some cool things uh in the past and uh, i agree with you evan i have a lot of cool st- i have like i have a, one of these days i have to break them out and and show you i have a lot of cool stuff that i from way back when and stuff that i got from like my grandparents or my aunts and uncles and um I have some cool stuff and I I like that stuff. It's just, I don't know what I'm going to do with it all, but you know, again, I don't really display some of it because I have, I just, I have like boxes of this stuff. I don't know what to do with it all. So.
0: Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. So that's one on my list.
1: Okay. So my next one is art. I think, you know, in our previous episode, we did talk about the Festival of the Arts, but I think there are, there are a lot of people. And if you get, you you go to these stores, like art of Disney and and like people do want to see Disney arts. They want to see, um, maybe animation cells, drawings from artists, um, you know, signed, signed drawings, paintings, um, all these different things. And also, you know, like, like, um, one of our guests, Mike Brennan, he's, he's done some amazing, uh, artwork of disney stuff you know there are there are there are a lot of artists out there who who actually draw um we have another friend roseanne who does an amazing job um painting and Mm -hmm. and we also brian richardson like there's a lot of people that we know that are very good artists that actually um you know make a living off of of drawing things that we love or painting or or uh you know doing that stuff and that that is that is really cool so i have a lot of art i have one really expensive piece that um, that we got at the at, at the the old Disney store in New York before it got moved to the newer location the older location I got a, I got a really cool piece of art there um, We have a couple things I also have um, some art that I found at a, at a again a, a garage sale flea market thing I found some art uh, that that Walt Disney made when he when he had to stop doing the animation and do do war efforts and he was actually drawing for the the government um i got a couple of those that i don't i i don't even know i was looking for like the cost of some some of them i have i got six of them i know two of them are worth a lot of money. people i put i posted them one time and people people tried to get buy them for me and they wanted they were going to give me a decent chunk of money but i i I held off because i wasn't really sure and i have to get somebody to look at them but uh, disney art is big and you'll see if it you go into huge. these art of Disney stores, you look at or, or, um, what's the other, what's the other store? The, the, the Weiland galleries over at the Boardwalk or at, oh, yeah. I think there's one at the Poly too. You go yeah. in there, there's some crazy Disney art too, you know, and, and they, you know, it's like, what, how much does this cost? $32,000. Like who, who buys that? But then somebody does yeah. because they wouldn't be in business, right? So it's amazing, um, the amount of people that buy Disney art and, it's way more than you think. And we had a, the last visit, I was there with um, two of our friends, Donna and Ashton, we were walking around and, and we were like, just trying to figure out if you bought, you know, one of these pieces of art, how are you can get it home without damaging crazy. it? Like, what would you do? You know, you spent, you spent $30,000 on a piece of like a, a statue of um, Cinderella and you want to get it home. And what if you, what if you break it on the way? It's amazing though, folks, that people they don't care they spend the money they want to find good disney art they're going to spend the money
0: that's a good one i mean disney art's a great one i don't think i'll ever collect it it's just too pricey too out of my price range for a collectible but i'm definitely a big disney art fan we talked about this a little bit in our last episode in the festival of the arts and stuff but um huge fan of disney art and i think some of the pieces especially disney park specific art really kind of speaks to me and I like some of the drawings. Uh, there's an artist called Larry Dotson. He does a lot of really cool drawings of Disney parks. Um, and I have a couple of his pieces as well, but anyways, great one. Disney art. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, the next one I wanted to talk about was Disney ornaments. This is huge, Brian. I think you do this as well, but
1: yeah,
0: I, um, I know our, uh, my, my brother and sister-in-law, Larna Phillip, who's, you know, avid spoonies Phillip's been on our show several times They have, you know, an entire Disney ornament tree. They typically try to get a Disney ornament every time they go. They'll get personalized ones. Sometimes they won't. And Disney, again, plays right into this. You know, a couple different stores devoted just to Christmas and ornaments. Disney Springs being the largest. There's one in Magic Kingdom. And Around World Showcase. You know, this is kind of a sleeper hit, too. Like, there's, around Christmas time, Festival of the Holidays, almost every country is selling ornaments. And they're not all, like, just... You know Germany, say big Germany in words all over them, and they're kind of gaudy. There's some really um, ornate pieces in in there. Hey, that's the root word of ornaments. Just
1: yeah, no, that, and there. they're expensive. But, some of yeah, them, I saw yeah. some of these crystal ones are like you know three or four hundred dollars. I would be so worried about buying those. Yeah, I hear oh, you. Oh,
0: me too. Yeah, I mean, but they're they're beautiful. They're eclectic, and they're. They're just a special thing to do. And, and I think we're going to start doing it every now and then when we go, maybe around this next holiday season. But it's it's a popular collectible.
1: Yeah, no, we, we do it. We do. And we do every year. We get one. Um We get one. We go to the Christmas store and we get one engraved with our names and like the Galloway family, you know, 2022 or something like, you know, and yeah. so we do that. Um and we do have them. We can't, the only problem is it runs out, of, we're running out of space. You know, yeah, we have yeah. so much, and and uh, you know our tree is not all. We have we have a really big tree. We have like a a ten foot tree, um, and so we, you know, we have a lot of room on it. But you know, we have other things on the tree too. It's not just Disney stuff, and. Um, we are running out of, I, I I used to buy the big ones, you know, and now I, now I realize I can't buy the big ones anymore. So I buy reasonably sized ones and and it's good now, but we, I love them. Believe me, I I pack them nice and clean. Like I wrap them really nice every year. They're, they're a big part of what we do. So yeah, this is, I, I just realized something, Evan, I collect too many things.
0: Yeah. You collect a lot of this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's good though. I mean, Hey, you know how to solve running out of space for ornaments, right? You get, another you no, you get another tree, smash them. No, you get another tree, just buy another tree. Oh, you just get, tree. just get another
1: tree, get another tree. That's all we need. Another but tree, two yeah. Trees. yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it is, it's cool. Uh, ornaments are, are special, but, anyways, um, I think it's, I think you're up next. I don't have very many left.
1: Well, yeah, no, that's good. So, um, so we talked about, we talked about ticket stubs, but I also noticed that a lot, some people, some people collect their room keys and their magic yeah. bands, right? So yeah. I, I have, that's another big, yeah. thing. And and it's funny because I have all our room keys from pretty much every year, which is weird, but I, I do have them. Um, I have a stack of them. I, it's amazing how many I have. Um, and I try, so I don't keep every single one. I don't, don't keep all four of the ones from every year. I keep one at least from every, every hotel we ever went to because um, they change and they change through the years and they're and they're some of them have great drawings and pictures on them and some of them don't yep. but um we've trained it now the magic bands uh, that people have been have been keeping those too and i also noticed i have most of mine um you know if the first ones i actually was one of the we got one, we were like on the pilot um i was on a business conference and we piloted the magic bands before they were out in the public so i got a couple of those so I kept those two because I figured maybe down the road they'll be but they never worked good. Um they you know maybe they'll be somewhere something but I don't think they will be. And um they we have uh I have I have every one I've ever had. Um you know at the first couple of years they weren't designs. They were just colors, right? For the longest time they were like, oh, what do you have? Yellow, blue, red. Are we, okay, we have all we have, you know. And when now they have, they have three, a lot three. more. Now they're designs, you know, and I got like a country bear one and I have this one and I got an Epcot one from the 40th anniversary of Epcot and I, I I got a 50th anniversary one. And um, then I'm thinking to myself, what the heck am I going to do with these things? Yeah. So that's one. I'm not going to continue collecting, even though they're so cool. Uh, The thing about the, the way they make it magic bands, you can reuse them. It's not really worth it's It's really, is it really worth spending 30 or $40? These are, that's an expensive hobby too.
0: No. Yeah. It's, It's not. And, you know, now they've, they've, you know, gone to the cruise line. So you can now buy a, what they're just calling a Disney band instead of a magic band. So like like a Disney band plus, and it will work for your stateroom on the cruise and you can take it to the park and use it. Now your regular magic bands, magic band pluses don't work for the cruise ship. You have to buy the Disney band. And you can use it on the ship and in the park. So yeah, they're they're expanding that. They're going it, and I think Magic Bands are cool. I have all the Magic Bands we've ever had too. I have them in like a big kind of plastic mason jar, see through thing, and uh, I like oh, that's that. Cool. That's one of my that's one of my favorites as well, along with buttons, which is another good collectible uh, that you could do. But I have them all in, in a big jar container, so it looks pretty cool. And, and people have found some really cool ways to display Magic Bands, so that is a really good one. Um, so good good call there. The next one I want to mention is uh, this is, you know, this trend about collecting cups and mugs is also starting to grow out of hand, but there is a a lot of really cool mug collections. Like, you know, they have the Starbucks mug collections, which I have those four. There was like a four originals for the four parks. I have those. They have different series that they'll release, you know, like Disney 100 or, for specific parks so you can also collect coffee mugs and different cups too they have those starbucks tumblers which you know by the way they're on clearance in the parks now because they probably bought in way too many of them but they have those and you can kind of start collecting those but i really like the mugs much better than the cups there's something cool about that and i know all of you know us as americans who drink coffee just we always you just have too many mugs you know so you're finding yourselves getting rid of them you can find mugs for a dime a dozen literally at garage sales and stuff like that because people realize that, oh i collect too many mugs but anyways they're cool and i think that they have certain collections that are neat to maybe keep if you like that sort of thing so that was next on my list
1: yeah and that's a good one the last one that i have on my list was a very unique one which i i kind of i will never even fathom doing but um there are people that that take and this is not even—I'm not even joking about this. They take um, the pool water or the dirt from a resort, a Disney resort, and they put them in like a like a tube, and they and they sell it on eBay. So they'll be like, "Hey, here's the pool water from the Polynesian," and and they uh, and they sell it on eBay, and people buy it. Um, I Ridiculous. thought that that was kind of nuts. And they like I saw somebody say, "Hey, the sand here's the sand from the Beach Club." Now, yeah, how, do well, how do you prove you know that? that? That's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How yeah, do you that's...
1: prove it? How do you prove it? You don't, you don't prove it. It's, it's it's ways for people to make money. Um, it, it just cracks me up that people, that people do this, but, but it exists and, and, and people buy it. So I will not collect, you know, I'll, I'll draw the line there for the collecting that. Um, I will not have it. Um, there, there are people that collect, you know, thimbles. Uh, there's Disney has thimbles. Disney has coins. And we talked, I mean, we talked about coins. remember, Christy mm-hmm. Collins, one of our, one of our guests one time, she had, as it just, you know, was really nice and got me the hundredth anniversary coins from, from, uh, from Disneyland and, um, which are great, which I love. I mean, they're so cool. And uh, there was a 50th anniversary one in Walt Disney World that those, those coins I have mm-hmm. too. You know, they collect coins and, and they, and that's, that's a good thing. That's a cool thing. It's getting more, a little pricey, a little bit, a little bit tougher to collect, um, you know. I, but again, I've seen people collect the thimbles, which is like another weird one. But they do. There are a lot of things. We're 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 only, you know, we're not even digging in. There's other. Th- there's probably like ten things that we're missing right now, Evan. But it's just there's just so many things that people that people collect.
0: Oh yeah. So I mean, if you want my little rapid list really quick, and then I'll be done. So you know, limited merchandise. So fiftieth anniversary Disney one hundred merchandise. Right. Don't also forget about like um, what I call the the person personal items like the the silhouettes that they can you know they'll trim like your children on on not they won't actually trim your children but pictures of your children they'll make the little silhouettes and they do this at disney springs they do it at magic kingdom on main street they'll do the little trim outs you can get custom not ornaments but like glass carved glass pieces um also you can get the you know the carved animals that they have in animal kingdom and animal kingdom Lodge. That they carve out of wood, you can collect those. Um, here's a huge one, Brian lightsabers and droids and like kyber oh, crystals, right?
1: There you go. Oh, big I have one kyber there. Too.
0: Yeah. So, big one there. Um, also, outside of the Tomorrowland Speedway, you can get your driver's license, right? And so, certain photo booths around Walt Disney World, you can get, you could collect different photos from different years that you're going. You can get your Tomorrowland driver's license, driver's ID. Which is really kind of a cool little souvenir there. Um, a ton of stuff. Some people collect photos, which is kind of weird, and you know I thought it was weird when I wrote it, but it's true. Like a lot of people will take castle photos throughout the years, right? When their their kids are different ages, and they'll print them and put them in photo albums, or even people collect autograph books. Uh, there's a ton of stuff. I mean, that may have be just been ten more things right there that people collect from Disney. So definitely endless options to collect and just some really cool stuff,
1: you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, people also collect, you know, the, the, um, the shampoos and soaps and, you know, yeah, and other things, yeah. other, other things that they find in, 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 Coffees, the, uh, washrooms. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we have a, we our friend, Donna collects some certain things, but I'm not going to talk about, it. but there, there are, it's, it's, it's amazing how, um, it's amazing what people collect. They, they collect all different things. It's, it's, yeah. it's great, but I, but you know what? It's cool. I mean, the more they collect, it the better is, it is. And I applaud everybody who collects something. Cause it means that you're, you're, you like, you like to collect. And it's just a cool thing to do. It's, you know, it's an, it's a hobby. It's something to do. It keeps you, keeps you occupied. And it's something you'll love like Disney. So there's nothing wrong with that.
0: And who cares, right? You just said nothing wrong with that. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. People have problems with everything people do these days. And who cares if you collect press pennies or, you know, monorail cards or ornaments or, or vinyl mations? what does it matter? Right. It's something that you enjoy. It makes you happy. And it's just, it's just something cool. So anyways, Brian, closing thoughts on the collectibles? No, I think day.
1: this is great. It's a great episode. This is a lot of fun. I, I, I just, again, therapeutically, I'm just realizing I collect way too many things and <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, um I'm looking around my office right now and I'm looking at the vinyl mations and the, the art, and I have a – I actually have a signed drawing of Frozone that the artist gave. I was there one time when – back when Hollywood, Hollywood Studios used to have real stores like that. So I don't know how much that's worth. That's probably worth something, but I have that i have that framed. So there's – I have some cool things. It's just a matter of what I'm going to do. And I'm looking, and I'm looking again. I have a R2-D2 popcorn bucket. What the heck am I ever going to do with that thing? Yeah, I, so – um it's Brian's gonna there, sell yeah.
0: his collection one day i mean really that's yeah a lot. i know one of, days of these days i think
1: or or my family's gonna sell it when i you know if i pass away they're gonna sell it and, and they're gonna make a ton of money off of me but um yeah yeah it's uh what do i do with that stuff i don't even know half the stuff i have so i'm gonna probably narrow it down to the things that are important and we'll, we'll go from there but it is cool great episode thank you yeah. thank you for thinking about this one evan
0: Cool one, yeah, absolutely. So, spoonies, keep our conversation going. We want to know what you collect, or uh, did we miss something? Do, do we do we have a secret spoonie collector that collects? I don't know something crazy, used toothpicks from fifties prime time. I, I don't know, whatever it is. If you collect something,
1: Yeah, toenail clippings from cast members. I mean, they, <laughs> who knows?
0: <laughs> if you collect something odd and obscure or, or just your regular collection, we'd love to see pictures of it. So post that in our Spoonie group, post it in a spoonful of podcast Spoonie nation on Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter as well. Email us info at a spoonful of podcast.com. We have some really cool episodes coming up. And if you want to keep the conversation going in our inbox, you can email us and we can talk about it there too. And lastly, please don't forget to rate and review our show. It really does help us reach more cool and awesome spoonies just like yourself. So without further ado broadcasting from the backside of water until next time, we'll see you then.
1: Take care, everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to a spoonful
1: of podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a aspoonfulofpodcast.com.
0: Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast, The Return to
1: Civilization.